This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It's Tuesday here at the Star, getting ready to go on the road to Oakland Raider territory. But Yeah, black hole. Yeah, before we do that, Big Brian brought us. It's your birthday today, and we celebrated Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. You today. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday, bud. Appreciate that. Thank you. I have to step aside now. You mine's, get to, yeah, I get to, with. yeah, you get yep. to share the stage with me now, Mick. We'll celebrate you in another 364 days. There you go. Yep. Countdown's on, Mick. Yeah, the countdown is on. Now, Brian, you know, it's Raiders week. We're getting ready. You, you had a Raiders experience. You almost. You I almost went to work there. there. Yeah. Yeah. When Bill Parcells had enough of me, I got to one of the greatest interviews I ever had. I mean, I, I, I was. Uh, I usually not nervous talking to people, but when I got to talk to Al Davis, I sat there for like four hours and just talked and talked and talked and talked. And Is it kind of like Jerry where there's kind of an aura there? It's, it's one of those things where he walks in the room. There's only a couple of people. Jerry's like that. We, you know, Reggie White was another one for me where he walked in the room and it kind of, you kind of like caught your breath kind of a thing. But sitting to talk with Al Davis, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting uh, to say the least. Four me. hours? Four hours. No way. Yeah. All about football or no? All about football. Wow. And then he didn't hire you? He did. Oh, he did. He you, did. You could, and yeah. he, but he asked me, he asked me, he interviewed me in May, and he didn't bring me on until August. And then, but the way he hired me was strange. This is one of my favorite broadest mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, I this, know. That's what is, I thought. <laughs> it's a good one to start with. Yeah, you know, this is really Tuesday strange. Tuesday here. At the, the, at the Alameda facility, which is right by the airport, uh, they they have a hotel that's right next door to their complex. Literally, you could hit like a sand wedge. It's just you know, that close. Just boom, little sand wedge from one to the other. Sort of like their uh, former training camp facility yeah, in Oxnard. In Oxnard, absolutely. Same, very same. And so I was sitting there and, and uh, you know, I, I, I was there a week. I was actually there two weeks. And like, you know, Mr. Davis never told me how much he was going to pay me. Or any yeah. of these things. He's, ne- I mean, he just, you know, he says, "Well, c- you know, come on board. We'll, we'll, we'll." Do-. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go. At the time, I'm married. Bennett was just born, basically, mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking, okay, well, here I'm getting ready to move my family to California. So, like a week goes by, and Kathy, my ex, asks me. She goes, uh, "Hey, has he ever talked to you about moving or anything like that? Has he talked to you about finance?" And I'm saying, "No, I haven't. I've just, I've just been working. I've been trying yeah. to get ready for the season." And she goes, okay. So another week goes, and he still hasn't said anything to me. So Kathy, Internship. Yeah, so Kathy is now out of her mind. She's like, okay, let's figure this out now. So sure enough, I go into Mr. Davis's office, and I talk to him. And he goes, well, Brian, what I'd like for you to do is I'd like for you to live in the hotel next door, <laughs> and I'll pay you $2,000 a month. And I looked at him. I said, Mr. Davis, I've got a wife and a kid. I can't, you know, I'm not like an intern guy. I mean, not, I was, not right out yeah. of college. Yeah, I'm guy. not out of college. I mean, but, you know, it was one of those things where if I would, didn't have a wife and kid, I might have taken the job and said, okay, I'm back in. I'll just do what I have to do. But he goes, I just want to kind of try you out. I mean, he interviewed me for four hours, brought me in later in the summer. <laughs> Making Mickey laugh over and then And then he wanted to try me out. And I, and I looked at him, I said, Mr. Davis, I, I really can't do this. Yeah. He goes, okay. He goes, that's good. He goes, that's fine. You know, we'll... You can pack up and go now. 
And you I can so go now. I said, okay. So I packed up my stuff and went by Mike Lombardi's office, who was Mike was working director of player personnel. I said, Mike, the old man just got rid of me. He yeah. said, "Why? Well, see you later." Yeah, exactly. He goes, "I go." He goes, "What do you mean he got rid of me?" He goes, "He wouldn't tell me. A, he didn't want to. He wanted me to live in the hotel, and B, he wanted to pay me two grand a month." Yeah. I go, "I can't." I, he goes, "Really?" Has you already and, started working there? I'd been there working there for two weeks. I had been working for two weeks, and the and the, one of the things that's interesting about working with the Raiders is that Mr. Davis likes to call. He would call all the personnel directors. We all had offices i mean i had my own office which was really cool looking over the practice field actually and so like all our personnel guys offices were lined up next to each other so mr davis would call and he he wanted to know what was going on what was your opinion and all so we would have meetings we would have meetings there at the facility before he would call to say okay listen we don't need to tell the old man this we would hide things from him i mean we would say okay we need to kind of Think about this, and no, don't, 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 don't t- tell him that because he'd always all he was looking for was, uh, Brian. What do you think about the tight end situation with the team? You know, and I, well, Mr. Davis, you know, I go in and, and and so we would we were all trained to say like these are the guys we wanted to play, not who he wanted to play. So everybody, but all he was looking for was one guy. Well, okay, every morning, the well, excuse me, every afternoon. The phone would ring in one office, and then it would ring in the next office, and then it would ring in the next office, and then it would ring in the next office. You could hear it going down the hall because he was just calling. And, and, the, and the unusual thing about Al Davis is he worked at night. Yeah. He, he was like, he could call you like at 3 in the morning. We would be work, we'd get there at 7 and, you know, 7, 8 o'clock. We're about ready to go home. And he, he was just coming in. So you, you didn't know when you were going to get that 3 a.m. I'm watching tape. What's uh, what's the deal, Brian, with it? You know, so really a fascinating man. He yeah. I mean, a very fascinating man. And I, I, you know what? But it was it was yeah, two weeks with the Oakland Raiders. If you looked at him, he could have played in the Vampire Chronicles. Yeah. He, you know, was so- and I can, you know what? And <clears throat> I can confirm yeah. what Brian's saying because. Do you mean I, an owner's meeting? My good friend Joe Avazano oh, was Joe an assistant him, yeah. coach yeah. there for yeah. two years, three years yeah. maybe. And With North. he told me that Robert when, Ford, when, yeah. when, when Al Davis came walking down the hallway, yeah. everybody would scatter. Scatter. And they were trying to avoid him because he was looking to see what you knew and if what you knew was what he wanted to know. Right. And he would test you. He would test you. And, he and sure it's would. Like he'd already made his mind up on something, and then he was trying to see if you agreed with yeah. him without letting him know. Yeah. And and Joe said the, co- the assistant coaches just scattered. Yeah. When he came, he he was he was he was out of there. You're out of there. Yeah. You just you, didn't want to get just, caught. You, did, you didn't want to get caught because you were fearful for your job. What well, really unusual? Can I have to real quick, Tay? If I tell a story, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. But this about his office in, in Alameda at the time was beautiful. I mean, huge big oak table i mean pictures and mm-hmm. super bowl trophies and i mean just glory but where he where he did all his business from was just a single chair and a tv tray like your mom and dad had in the you know maybe your you know your you mom moved and into your living room yeah so you like you know yeah TV. Like, like in the 50s yeah yeah we have tv tray you know yeah. you sit down and you put it in your lap and you kind of watch your wooden, shows yeah, yeah. back when he, he had only a, had, he had one a wooden TV. he had a wooden tv tray and he had his phone on that tray and he sat there with a towel in his lap, a folded white towel. And that's kind of what he did. I mean, I sat there and I'm like, I'm talking to him. And I mean, four hours I sat there and talked. It, it, was, it was one of those fascinating interviews. I mean, he grilled me. 
but he wanted to know about the Cowboys. That was his thing. Yeah, he wanted to know about. Okay, well, why did why did Jerry do this and why does Jerry do that? And you know, I mean, that's how he you know he talked and and I just spilled. I mean, I'm I'm talking to a Hall of Fame owner. I'm You're just, telling I'm him just, everything. I'm just like blah. I'm just blah. You know, doing that bit and you know everything I knew and it, it was yeah it was it was but it was fascinating. I football. I wish football people. Just fans. I wish fans could get to talk to guys like Al Davis because he loved the game. He really, really did love the game. Jerry had a good one this morning. I was his friend. Did Raiders. You, did you hear that? Did, were the you practice. Guys listening? Yes, I heard that. The training camp practice, and I remember it happened. When, uh, the Raiders Austin? came to Austin. Oh, God, bloodbaths. And, and it would – I mean, it was like a game. It, it was. Competitive. I mean, it was yeah. really hard, and they're going at it, and – uh, Jerry remembers him. Uh, the competition was, I mean, it, Fierce. it was bad. Yeah. And Al walks onto the field, walked onto the field yeah. and said, okay, boys, this, yeah. this, this little session's over. With. Yeah. It, they were going, it was either like uh, goal line seven, drill yeah, yeah. or, or, you know, up the middle run drill. He just stopped the drill. He just stopped it. He said, and, and Jerry went up to him and said something like, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm not losing the season in training camp practice. I yeah. don't want to get anybody hurt, yeah. and we're not doing this any longer. Smart. And then Jerry said, yeah. he told him, he goes, but, boy, you guys are competitive. I really need to get my team to compete like that. Yeah. And Jerry said he told him, well, that's why you don't stop that drill. Yeah. And he walked out. He's got a white suit warm-up on. suit. Yeah. It's 95 degrees yeah. with 80% suit. humidity, and he's got this white warm-up suit that's kind of silky on the yeah. outside, and it's thick. Yeah. That's like that's his that's trademark look. Yeah. The but white it was, that's, it was, that's what he interviewed me in. It wasn't, really? Oak, it yeah. wasn't All white Oakland. Suit. It was Austin, Texas, yeah. 95 degrees. All-white suit. And yeah, he, the weather this week shouldn't be too bad. I know no. we got into a lot of weather talk last week, and it ended up not being that cold out there in New York. No, and you know, another good break you're going to get is the fact if you would have played in Oakland in week two, like you did in Denver, you'd have had to deal with a baseball field. Yeah. And so now you don't have to deal with the baseball field. You deal with the full grass field. And yeah. that's, that, that, that's a help because that, that dirt infield, it, it takes up 80% of the field. And you having to play out of the middle of that is it's footing never, and all that never yeah. good. Yeah, He'll go never, kicking. Yeah, yeah. never on good. The edge. I mean, even you know, Jenikowski for years has managed that for them. You know, I know he's not kicking now, but but yeah, I mean, kicking field goals off that dirt is not good, and, and your players you fall on that. I mean, guys get injured out there. I mean, that's where Jason Witten took the hit you know, from uh, Rolando Rolando McLean in that preseason game right there in the middle of the dirt. You know, it's, that's not a good situation. Watch out for the rats when you come down walking from the locker room. All right. I'm not looking forward to this. Tay, you need to go take get your picture. You and Mickey go by the black hole. Get your we'll picture. We'll just taken. smile. We'll just yeah. have thumbs up. Yeah. Just the yeah. guy with just like make sure you don't cowboy gear on. pads. Yeah. 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 doom style. No, yeah. ca- no cowboy gear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you brought up field goal kicking Mickey, and, you know, we were talking about Jerry this morning, and he said that Dan was dealing with a sore hamstring. I don't know. I don't know. You answer your own question there. You don't want to answer that know. one, Mickey? That's what he was saying. <laughs> he said that Dan Bailey was trying to account for a sensitive hamstring on Sunday against the Giants, but it's not going to be an issue moving forward. Okay. There we go. There we go. I mean. I've never seen you at a loss for words. I'm not at a loss for words. You're, just, you're just saying a missed field goals, aren't you? I'm saying he kicked the ball 50 Three yards. Yeah, hit the upright, right? Hit the upright yeah. from 53 yards yeah. with winds swirling. Yeah. And he kicked another one 50 yards 
right down the middle, and then all of a sudden the ball just faded to the right. Wind took it to the right. Now yeah. the missed extra point. Yeah, that was that's the one that puzzles everybody. That's the alignment one. Yeah, that's the alignment one. Yeah, where you kind of go, okay, was he overcompensating? You know, it, it's hard. It, Dan Bailey is a hard guy to say. You know, he I mean, wasn't giving it yeah. His all. If, or... if you if you're if you're critical of Dan Bailey, you're going to get the barrel of a lot of people's. You know. Well, there's arguably no more consistent player on this roster for mm-hmm. what he's asked to do. Yeah. I, I, there's in terms of preparation, he's got everybody's respect. I don't think they're concerned could, about him. I think I think largely it was just a tough day at the office. Could he one. be the best at his job? In terms of what he's asked to what do, he's, asked to do. he's right there. With, you mean, know, you're talking about the Sean Lees of the yeah. world and the Tyron Smiths of the world. You know, is he the best at his job on this team? Just about. I mean, and I mean, it's hard to be critical of him. Yeah, it really is. But man, if they, if he's having hamstring problems, then you know, oh, we'll see. I don't know. There's been a lot of <laughs> hamstring issues this. <laughs> Mickey's just just shaking his head. Field goals, though, this week hopefully won't be an issue. I hope that this team is ready to go. But yeah. A lot of people are ready to talk about the Cowboys' playoff chances. Are mm. you guys? You in, Mick? Yeah. Playoffs? Yeah. Thanks, Let's Coach break Moore. it down. Break it down. You got so, it? So, it's at a 4% chance right now, as it is mathematically, who, of course. Who, who figures that out? 538. They're at 538. I don't know the brand. They're part What's, of ESPN. They're ESPN's yeah. kind of four num- numbers people. They're the... Political, economic, science, sports—the hardest one of all that. Of I believe, Taylor, are you going to go well, through? Yes, them? Okay, I'm sorry. I'll let you go for through. For the Cowboys to make the playoffs, obviously with a wild card spot, because the Eagles have already clinched the NFC East. The Cowboys would need to one win out, right? Two have Green Bay lose at least one. Possible. Have Detroit lose at least one? Very possible. Have Atlanta lose two of its last three? That is a little bit more difficult. Now, there are a lot of big NFC games that will help this. Atlanta closes the season at Tampa, at New Orleans, mm-hmm. and home versus Carolina. Yeah. Carolina obviously hosts Green Bay and Seattle, but hosts the Rams next week. And then the Packers still play Minnesota and Detroit. Not impossible. I mean, you, you break that down, and, and those three games Atlanta's got, there's a couple tough ones on paper on that schedule. But the Cowboys just have to take care of business. And and – Go ahead. See, what they're not factoring into this equation that she just read is a three-way tie because then head-to-head doesn't matter unless all three teams played each other. Then it's a conference situation. Then it goes to your conference record, and the Con- Cowboys' conference record to get to 10-6 and six, is and pretty if good. those other teams end up at 10-6, and six, they're going to be better than them or at yeah. least tied, yeah. and then it's going to go to common opponents. Yeah. And then, then that's when it, they can't figure that out. Yeah. So that's why that four percent is okay. That's fine, but if it's a three-way tie, everything changes unless everybody's played everybody. Right. And then the Cowboys probably are in trouble because if they've well, all played each other, that, that could be a, that could be a green bet. The yeah. They they <clears throat> there's they, some yeah there's some head to head tied with yeah. So if they're tied with say they're tied at ten and six with Green Bay. And Atlanta, and if Green Bay and Atlanta have played, yeah, then the Cowboys are out. But just I think they played in Week Two. They did play in Week Two. I think Atlanta yeah, Green won. Bay beat them. Yeah, no, I thought oh, Atlanta, 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 Atlanta would hold the so tiebreaker. Now, Atlanta would be two and zero. Atlanta holds tiebreakers on Dallas and Green Bay. Yeah, but just looking at that, that's There's a doable. lot of games. There's it can a lot happen. Of games that have to be lost yet. Yeah, a lot of games have to be lost yet. Well, you have to win all your games. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. first and foremost. The number one is winning out. What's the percentage of that happening? 
I don't know. They didn't figure that out. No. Why? You I just mean, you just didn't. What? what, what that's equating into of the of the four percent equation. What scenario do you not think can happen? What what not scenario? But what of the of the Detroit, Green Bay, and Atlanta? Probably the Atlanta losing two of their last three. Okay, they do play the Saints. Yeah, you're saying that that was a close game, obviously last Thursday night. Yeah, and Carolina. That, and those Carolina are still. Games. Yeah, I mean that's 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 your hope right there. Well, and I mean, be honest. Let's winning out is not an easy thing either, and that would account for a five game win streak if the Cowboys were to win their final three, and that's that's tough to do. Uh, no matter how well you're playing, now you get Zeke back after this game, and who knows what Philly's going to look like in Week 17. I mean, I, Green Bay Wentz is out, and uh, I'll take my chances without Wentz playing. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, I'm saying that all of a sudden, I mean, on paper, you think your chances would improve. That guy's an MVP candidate. So I don't, I don't, I don't I think know, he was the difference in what you guys were doing the other day. But that's first and foremost. You got to win these last three games. So. Green Bay's got to play at Carolina. Yeah, Minnesota. At Detroit. But they get Rodgers back for the Carolina. I don't know, but hes I don't think he's getting cleared this week. It sure didn't sound like it. Well, they can't lose that game. They haven't said no to that. No, but they said the doctors were still checking him. Dr. He's eligible to come off yeah. IR, but that doesn't mean yeah, his, Dr. McKenzie won't let him play if he didn't feel his, like he his, can protect himself. His shoulder's good. Yeah. Uh, Seattle has got to play the Rams and the Cowboys. Yeah. And if the Cowboys get the 10 and 6, that means they've got to lose one more. So right. that's six losses uh for them. You you mentioned Atlanta and Carolina's got two more tough games to play, Green Bay and at Atlanta. So, you know, you you probably could figure Carolina's going to make it. Yeah. I'm going to say there. Carolina gonna, would be the fifth seed. And I just I think guess. there's going to be if the Cowboys win out, there will be a three-way tie for that last wild card spot. Yeah. And then, and then, and it just depends who you're tied with. And then you're going to get worked on the conference, on the conference record, on, and on, then the head to head. On the more so the head to head if it's the teams that you've played. But yeah. If you haven't played, then the next uh, the next deal is uh, best one loss percentage in games played within the conference, and then after that it goes to common games. And then the last thing the Cowboys need to do is get it to the fifth deal, and it's strength of victory. Yeah. And their strength Ooh. of victory is not very good. That's, As that's a matter of fact, one. of the 10 teams that are 7-6 or better, the Cowboys' strength of victory is the worst. They've only beaten teams that have won 30 games. Green Bay's won th- uh, beaten teams that won 32 and Detroit 33. After that, Seattle's 41 and Atlanta's 51 and Carolina's 59. Yeah. I need to go back and look. How many times since 2002 when they've realigned – all the divisions you've won 10 games I was just gonna say that and not gotten in because usually you just kind of one time New England didn't get in winning 11 and 5 with Castle right yeah Matt Castle yeah we're 10 and 6 and they didn't get in yeah Yeah, I mean I I feel like that's kind of the thing in everybody's head is you win 10 games it should get you it's always been it's always been that magical number yeah but in this case, I it's might not be enough. It tells you a pretty good year for the NFC. You know, if that's gonna if, if you got to have eleven wins to get in the playoffs. But this is the time you want to get in the tournament, in my opinion, because it is now the unknown with Carson Wentz being out for Philly. This thing's wide open. You're probably you're playing it. You know, you're playing against probably having to play against the team. You'd probably fear a little bit is the Saints because of what with Breeze at quarterback and their ability to run the football. They're playing with better defense. But who do you really fear? Minnesota's defense? Do you fear their quarterback? I, mean, I don't fear their quarterback. 
fear their defense. I kind of fear their defense yeah. more than anybody else's. Their defense has been more consistent and, than anybody else's. And that kinda, was a close game for the Cowboys. And yeah, you have to go play indoors. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Having to go play at New Orleans or at Minnesota, that is no easy task. I mean, that's that's another layer to ha- that matchup, you know, having to go on the road. Well, I think there. if you were to win, if somehow you get in, do you think, do you think Philadelphia is still going to be the one seed? I don't know. I mean, there's three games left, and what, they have 11 wins right now? Ask me that after Sunday, after I see what Foles does. You don't yeah. you got faith in Foles? Do they no, have, no, they no. go to Giants this week? Yeah. Yes. At see, but that's what I'm saying, though. I'm kind of thinking, because if, if the case is that means Philadelphia was the one seed and you were the sixth seed and you won, you would have to go back to Philadelphia. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to win, your, if you were to win the first round game, like, like you know, if you, if you were to go beat, you know, likely you would have to play, I believe the Rams would be in that mix. The Rams or, or Seattle would be in that mix, right? Right. Or somebody in the NFC South, which would be Carolina or New Orleans. Right now, the f- four and five seeds are, are the Rams and Atlanta, I think. No, it's New Orleans. No. Is the fourth seed. No, Carolina's the fourth seed because the Saints are winning the Saints are winning the South. Well, then they're the fifth seed. Well, they're the four division winners. There's four division winners, so they would be the first wild card, Carolina, right? Carolina would be That's the first five. wild card. Right, 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 yeah. right. So right now it's Philadelphia, Minnesota, the Rams, New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta, Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay, Cowboys. Right. They're tenth yeah. on this little deal, right? I wouldn't discount Philly. I still don't discount Philly. Yeah. Making a run, especially if they do wind up with home field. They, they've got a great defense. I think they're host. They've got a great defense. They've got a running game they can rely on with their backup. I'm not saying they should be the favorite, but I wouldn't. That I wouldn't quarterback has been the total difference for them all year. What, what would you rather do? Go to Minnesota and play in the Dome or go to Philadelphia and play the Eagles without once? I'll take my chances. This in is going to sound sick. No. I'll take, I'll take my chances playing against that Foles. Okay. Yeah. I know I'm taking Taylor's approach from Matt Ryan. <laughs> oh. A Matt Ryan approach from last year. Show me something. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think. I was just impressed with how he went out and they rallied and made plays defensively and did what they had to do to get out of there with the win. That was, a, that was an impressive way to rally yeah, against a good team on the road to win the division. I, I mean, I just wouldn't rule him out, but. I don't know. I think people figure out Nick Foles. Okay. I mean, I, I, no Nick, doubt well, Wentz Foles, has been great. There's a reason why Nick Foles is not starting somewhere in the National Football League right now. Shady McCoy was on you know, social media or something. He was saying, hey, my guy's Foles is going to lead him. He thinks that is he'll he? be just fine. Yeah. Hey, we saw Case Keenum. I would not have said the same thing about Case Keenum last year. Yeah, right. He's would not have job. said he could even get a team to the playoffs. I just, I've never won a game in Minnesota. I'm like 0 and 12. No, the they Met- won last year. Oh, that's true. But it was not the Metrodome. I, yeah. the, I never won a game at the Metrodome. Well, luckily that's torn down now. Yeah. Yeah, that's gone. I, that was Rogan. a tough. That was a tough victory I'm just last. That was Rob, a, that and that was and that was with game. that was with Sam Bradford messing it up. Give me an outdoor team. Does this make the Week 17 game suddenly matter now? It might for their home field advantage. That's yeah. why I yeah. think they're going to have to play. I think yeah. they're if if Minnesota would have won against Carolina last week, that that means Philadelphia would have to keep playing. Well, if they can go to New York, you think they would go to New York and win that game? Then at minimum, they're going to have twelve wins going into the finale against Dallas. So, I, I, does that guarantee home field at that point? Probably not. So, I mean, they're only one game ahead of Minnesota, right? Yeah, 
and yeah. Minnesota. about New Orleans? What's New Orleans? New Orleans got Minnesota 10 wins? has Minnesota has Cincinnati, Green Bay, and Chicago. They're going to win two more. Yeah, I at least New Orleans, right? Nine and, nine and four. four. Yeah, who is at New Orleans? New Orleans nine yeah. and four. Yeah. they've got the Jets, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay. They should win two more. Yeah, so that's you eleven. Would, you would think that's eleven, right? That's eleven. So Philadelphia's going to have to win twelve games. If they've they got to win, win twelve. One. Yeah, they got to win one. But they've got to beat the Giants. That's yeah. kind of where. And then they got Oakland at home and the Cowboys at home. Yeah. So they pretty much this is their last road game. I have a feeling that I have a feeling that Philadelphia's going to go into the playoffs and they're going to realize that as you know. Oh, I, I've, what we saw from them when they came in here, that's a pretty complete football team. I know how I know. great Wentz is Yeah, but playing. how many I, times on third down did Wentz make a play that you were like going, oh, my God, how do you avoid that sack? He's been great. He's, he's the MVP. He, got to his he really has. Was he's been the one, MVP player. That was one of the games without Sean Lee. Yeah. Yeah. It, it helped that they were running all over. And Zeke. Too. They got a running game. And Zeke, was he there? Yeah. I'm disagreeing with you, Rob. That's fine. I'm disagreeing. Fly, eagle, fly. (laughs) Fly, eagles, fly. No, I mean, you know, it's obviously you never want to see injuries, especially for someone who was having an MVP season. But a lot of people were saying, this is so Philly right now. You know, to have a team that could really compete, really make a playoff run, and then. It it looked like their year for a long stretch. May not, you know, again, may not be over. But, yeah, that's, ugh. Jerry spoke to it on the fan today. It's like it shows you how fragile that position is when you have a mobile quarterback and he's running and it's great that you can make plays with your feet, but that can cost you. Ca- happened to Cowboys last year with, with Tony. Percentages will kept up, catch up with the quarterback that runs too much. Yeah. That's you, what you, I was saying. you played six games without Ezekiel Elliott. You should be right in the middle of all this. Yep. So that's, that's a good point. Brian, because yes, you're you should be six right in the, You should be putting pressure on Philadelphia right now. Yeah. Without Zeke, if the Cowboys do get to 10 wins, that's very impressive to you. Yeah, no, it is because we were kind of thinking what's, you know, we were trying to say what's their record need to be after the three game or the that three game in 12 days thing. I think we were all saying, uh, you did a poll. I think it was two and one. Everybody was kind of on the two and one train. You were 0 oh and three, you know? Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, you've got to. You've, you've got to go get this game in Oakland to get – I mean nah, – Give yourself and, a yeah. shot. Yeah, and I'll take my chances that the fact that Ezekiel, we hadn't heard anything about him, no no problems, no, you know, no fights, no nothing, you know. I always thought that this would be the scary game of the five. Why? It, it, it is. It is. Because you're going to Oakland. Yeah. It's the Cowboys. They get, it gets everybody's hair on edge. Yeah. I don't disagree with Mickey there. See, the, the, and Brian, but that's what I'm saying. You got to go get them. Brian and I talked about this yesterday, they, and that's kind of what the poll's about today. They've got a lot of talent. They just haven't played really up I to mean, they're what they, what they they're did last year. one game less than the Cowboys. Yeah. Right? And, they're, and they're in the middle of the, the, the fight. Yeah. I mean, they Rich, still got Rich, a chance, right? Rich Gannon called them out the other day like, hey, you're playing for the playoffs to win the division. You go out and give that kind of effort against Kansas City? Yeah. 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 How many more home games do they have, too? Who? You know, the uh, Raiders. Have to look it up. Do they got they got the L.A. Chargers at you the end of it? You said they're going to Philly. Yeah, they got to go to. They got Dallas at home at Philly, and then they've got. I think they got the Chargers at home. Got to play the Chargers one more time. Yeah, at right. home. Because I yeah. didn't know if this was like the last home game at at Oakland. I you think know. they got to play one more season in Oakland, don't they? We can't get that stadium built. Well, there was some there was some question of back in the summer, like would Oakland want them to stay another year? And yeah, you know, uh, where are they going to play? 
I don't know. Remember that San though? Diego? They got a college stadium. In, well, they got a college UNLV. stadium in Vegas. Yeah, the UNLV stadium. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if they're going to play at a soccer field. That's yeah. what the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, wouldn't you love to be in the AFC West right now? How about the Chargers can win that division and get a home playoff game in thirty in front of thirty thousand fans? And they started zero and four. They did. They did. They, that, four. that team's playing a lot better. I'm, I'm sick of seeing that one stat they always show at week two of the NFL season. Like, if you go 0-2, your playoff chances, or, you know, because they make yeah. it seem like, oh, you can't lose this game mm-hmm. and yeah, even your, try to win. people to figure those percentages out right there. My people. Yeah. 538, just a Twitter account. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're, showing all kinds of, they're your guys. They're showing all kinds of Nick guys, Foles. But, you know, these are Mickey's guys. There it is. Paper. Yeah. By the way, it is the Oakland's last home game of this season. Yes. They go to Philly and then at L.A. Sunday night football, a lot of Cowboys fans, a lot of Raiders fans. So we'll fans. get to be able to say we saw the last game at, at the Coliseum. If this I think you guys need to take it all there. in. Yeah, why not? Take we, it all in. We'll black hole. Black we saw the last Redskins game at RFK. Yeah. They did. Closed it and opened a new stadium. Mm-hmm. What year was that? I want to say it was 96 or 97, somewhere in there. Yeah. Well, let's take our first break here. When we come back, we will get more into Dallas Cowboys week, Raiders week. It's going to be a fun one on Sunday Night Football. We'll be right back. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Pick your plays, not your wedgies. Tommy John is the most comfortable underwear on the planet and comes back by a no-wedgie guarantee. If you suffer a wedgie in your Tommy Johns, they'll give you your money back guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. That is good stuff. Yes, good Christmas gifts ahead. You can even get some at the Pro Shop, I believe. 
you know, Rob, we were talking about that yesterday. You must be getting Tommy John for somebody. Yeah. Somebody out there. Yeah. Yep. Sure you should. Excellent Every- gift idea. Yes, it is. Now, we are getting I'll into. I'll expect mine in a bow, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were getting that for uh, for Mickey. Yeah, yeah. Secrets out. Well, Happy guys, birthday slash Secret Santa. Santa. Secret Santa. Yeah. yeah. Demarcus Lawrence isn't the sack leader this week. Chandler Jones has moved above him with 14. But Demarcus Lawrence still probably having a Pro Bowl season. Sure. You, you think he'll, oh, absolutely. he'll be a yeah. shoe in for yeah, the Pro Bowl? Absolutely, yeah. Who else would be a Pro Bowl player? If he's on allowed to play. Right? going to be announced in a week from today you don't oh, it's not, it's crossed all, your mind that they might suspend him for what he said i, I would so. be surprised suspension over this fine zeke got suspended fine i see it. yeah i see a fine he knew what he was doing don't feed into it yeah he's yeah he's he knew what he was casting that line he's casting it other pro bowlers tay yeah on this current um, roster i i think your offensive linemen i think have earned Which that one I still think all three of your all pros, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Tyron, Zach, and, and Travis are all in the Pro Bowl again. Um, God, for Chris Jones, maybe being a first-time I Pro like Bowl. that. Yeah, that's yeah, – Special teamers. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he's right about the – I think he's right about the uh, offensive linemen. I, if, if I had to say that one of them – if would you be surprised if only one of them made it? I'd be surprised. No. Yes, I I, yeah. I I expect two of the three at least to be in. And which ones do you think? Martin and Frederick? Or? Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe Tyron doesn't get in this year because he's he's only missed a couple games. So I I think they're still regarded as arguably the three best at their respective positions in the league. And a lot of times, you know, that that gets you in because because hey, fan voting is is now a third of this thing, right? So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if. If you could say, okay, can you just pick one? From what you know right now, if you and, and again, I'm not trying to slam anybody. I guess I would just say Frederick. Who would be the one guy that you yeah. would pick? If you, if they said, okay, you're only going to get one of these guys. I would say Frederick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just you haven't really one worried about his position ever. Knock on wood. You yeah. Know? And then two, I'm I'm trying to think. He had a few. Odd penalties in the first four weeks. Yeah, the holding, Get a holding call, call. Yeah, against the Rams. Yeah. But, no, I, I think that to me that if you want to talk about the guy that's been the most consistent for you throughout, yeah, that's it has to be Frederick. Word. And, yeah, and he's the guy that has to initiate everything up front pre-snap, and there's been a change at left guard this season. There's been a change at right tackle, and so he's kind of the point man there. So, yeah, I, w- I would say Travis of the three. John Lee's going to get late vote. Oh, you know, you never know with all these different injuries that are happening and different teams that are in the playoffs. I mean, say, you know, the Seahawks, Wagner, you know, he can't go or something. Sure. That, that's how it happens. I mean, Des Bryant, he missed four games last season, still made it to the Pro Bowl, and a lot of it was because of alternates. That's right. Point. Here's yeah, my concern on Chris Jones, and this is what happens with pick kickers, punters. They just pick up the stats. Yeah. And they look at it. And he, in the leading punters when it comes to net average. Oh, average. Uh, his is 41.7. That's the net average. But he's so got, that's ninth. He's got more than anybody inside the 20. Yeah, right? and his, his total average is 43.8. He's 26th. Yeah. So when they look at that stuff, they don't get to inside the 20. They don't analyze it. They'll just look at, oh, uh, 
Kern from Tennessee is averaging 51.5 yards a kick. Well, that's because the Tennessee offense is probably so bad he's got a long field to kick all the time. What's the what's the um, that's the drawback with that one? What's did they have the the return yardage against him? Yes, and he's I'm, like the lowest in the league, right? Yeah, I, I'm going to say he's one of the lowest when it comes to actual return yardage. His they have and they might not have that. You know, yeah, return yards. It's yeah. 55 for the whole for how many per for. Everything for yeah. 54 punts. There you go. He needs to be in that conversation. You know, there's games this year where he's been, at times, the best weapon they've got. I that, absolutely That, agree. that yeah. Arizona game, I yeah. mean, he was outstanding. Yeah. When your offense is having trouble moving the ball, and yeah, really good year for him. And it looks like he is, and I'm doing this real quickly, it looks like he's second in inside the 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Vogel. Of Green Bay yeah. has thirty or no, uh, yeah. Vogel of Green Bay has thirty three. He has twenty nine. Yeah. But see, I don't know if they'll go and look at that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, and you know, last year with Sean Lee, he did make it as an alternate. But a lot of people found out that you know he was entered in a different category, different position. Right. It was to help his chances, but then he ended up hurting him. And no, it wasn't a different position. They just had him as a linebacker, and it included the three, four linebackers right. that uh, end up being defensive ends and getting a bunch of sacks. Which is, yeah, which you, is un- unfair. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Just clear it up for us. <laughs> but do you guys think that Jason Witten will make another Pro Bowl in his career? I mean, he's obviously been to 10. He has not been to one since the 2014 season. Here's the thing about Jason. Brian has spoken to this before. His game has evolved, you know, to where he's not – he's always been a, a prolific pass catcher, but now, especially with Zeke coming in, and even with DeMarco a few years ago, he's he's taken a, a, a sort of a secondary role as a blocker and helping in that part of the game because that's been become like the primary function of the offense. And so it makes him a complete tight end, but from a number standpoint, I don't know. I think, like Mickey said with punting, you look at the catches and the touchdowns, he may not get in just off of that, but – He's arguably the most complete tight end we've ever seen in this league. And and the way he's adapted his game as he's gotten older is really impressive. I just don't know if it speaks to Pro Bowl like stats. You know? Yeah, other guys in the NFC tight end wise, you know, Kyle Rudolph, I don't know what type of season he's really had. Who else am I thinking that would be Well they I mean there's all these guys now that the the Gronkowski's of the world. But it they, wouldn't count for wit because the Kelsey, I'm that's just AFC. Saying, no, I'm just yeah. saying I'm just saying though the, I'm just saying that the generally the tight ends now. They're all such pass catchers. They're, their numbers are huge. Greg Olson. Yeah, Olson, yeah. Graham. I mean, they're, they're, the numbers are huge. And because, you know, and, and you're right, Rob, he's, a, he's evolved into because his team runs the ball 47% of the time. You know, he's, he's, he's had to change his game. And that's why Jason uh, Garrett always talks about him as being a, a, the complete guy. You know, when you, when you look at he's, you know, you can match him up and say, hey, point of attack blocker, you know, inline blocker. Downfield route runner. I mean, all those things, uh, hands, everything about him is complete, which is like you can't say that a lot about, about a lot of these guys that are going to get Pro Bowl votes because we see the numbers and we see the the touchdowns and things like that. And he just doesn't have – you know, he has like one or two catches it seems like, but, you know, generally it might be one touchdown. But it's not – you're not having – yeah, eight catches and a touchdown or two touchdowns. Yeah. Ernst, Ernst has fifty-seven catches, seven touchdowns. Yeah, uh, Ingram's got fifty-five catches, four touchdowns. 
Uh, Rudolph has 53 catches, seven touchdowns. Yeah. Graham has 52 catches, nine touchdowns. And then Witten, 52 with five touchdowns. Yeah. He had two targets in the game the other day. And they both, I think, came in the second half. And that's just kind of the way the game went, you know. But made classic catch down the seam. Big yeah. play in the game. Yeah, before we go to our final break, let's hear from Denny in Hawaii. Thanks for calling us all the way from Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha, Denny. What's hey. up, Denny? How you doing? Uh, Mickey, I missed you by four I missed you by four days on the Star Sports Stores. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, uh you was at the Chargers game. But thank you, Brian. Thank you, all sports stores. Um no. for uh, thank you for coming along. It's time, nice to you know? see you. Um, Absolutely. But um yeah, two points I want to make is uh because how important are against the Raiders, how important will our defensive tackles be? Because like how you was talking like how we were talking about last week, the Giants not good at second level blocking, but the Raiders are. So how important do you think that the defensive tackles are gonna be in this game? And also, um, really quick, uh Kayvon Frazier, I think she he should get a little consideration for Pro Bowl as a special teamer, as well as Chris Jones because um the way Kayvon Frazier has been helping us and all that, that that is a that that has been um help helping us a lot on the special teams as far as like getting returns and stuff like that. And finally, um, I got to give credit to our defense. You know, we, we were losing the field position battle against the Giants because the Giants were getting them at the 35-40 in that third quarter, and we held tight against them the whole time. So i like to give credit to them. Thank you guys so much. Melaklikamaka. Aloha. 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 What did he say? I think he said happy holidays. Oh, I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's that. Christmas thing. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. it is, Ken. Mickey knows that one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you guys know that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good yeah. Happy holidays to you too, Denny. Yeah, great, it's great scene. Defensive tackles in this game. Yeah, I think when you're talking about with the Raiders, you know, as much as we want to get into about Carr and what he's done, you know, this running the football though with Lynch, mm-hmm. that that that's something you have to fear a little bit. I don't think that. You know, in the, in the in the Kansas City game, they got behind and they had to come out throwing the football. But I would worry about them loading up mm-hmm. again and saying, "Okay, you know." And, and we talked about Wayne Galman last week, and I think Galman had 13 carries, 59 yards, if I'm right. I mean, you know, the, if the Giants could have just kind of maintained some things, and you know, they could have kept running the football. I think you have to worry about that, and I, I think that you have to worry about, you know. Uh, their offensive line. I will say this about their offensive line. It is a big, big, big group. Big, size-wise. Mm-hmm. But when watching Kansas City against them this morning, movement gives them problems. And I mean movement, I mean the slants that we've seen, the twist game, stuff like that. They are, they are, I'm not saying they're slow-footed, but they're such a large group. When you're talking to those 320-pound guys, they're not athletic 320 pounds like a Tyron Smith. They're built differently. Than they're the built differently. Line. Yeah, they're built yeah. to sit in. Now, now, that quarterback will throw from the pocket. He will sit there and throw from the pocket. But what they do is they get on you and they push you and they mash on you and then they allow, they allow the back to make those cuts. Now, that's where I would worry about all of a sudden they get into a game where it's, we're just going to mash on your front and see if you're good enough to, to hold up there. That, that's where I would have a little, little pause. Yeah. Good points. All right, well, let's take our final break here. When we come back, we will have Rob's Twitter poll and wrap up today's Tuesday show.
Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is talking cowboys oh let's get some papa john's pizza because we know why it tastes so great it's those ingredients like the veggies delivered fresh whole never frozen and the pepperoni 100 pork and beef custom made for us and made to usda standards with no fillers better ingredients better pizza papa john's i know brian will be thinking about that in his birthday dinner considerations yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Always thinking about Papa John's. Always. The deep dish pizza that you yep. brought in. So excellent. Great. Awesome. A- excellent pizza. What are you going to treat yourself to tonight? I don't know. I really don't. I'm just going to kind of show up and see what uh, Bennett wants to do. See what's on the menu. Yeah, see what Bennett good wants dad. to do. Yeah. He's a good dad. Now, I try. Rob's Twitter poll, you hinted at it earlier. Yeah, Denny, kind of nice segue for us into the, today's poll. Toughest challenge against Oakland this week. We mentioned Marshawn Lynch. There's one. Yeah. Derek Carr, obviously, their quarterback, good young quarterback. Raiders offensive line, which is built into that running game. Yeah. Or Khalil Mack, their elite pass rusher on the other side of the ball. Mm. Guys got to vote. Whoa. Khalil Mack, he's a beast. Yeah. Tell you what, though, your right tackle's been playing pretty well. Hey, Lyle got a a, a few snaps against him in preseason and did a nice job. Yeah. So, it's preseason. But I think Lyle's last two games might be the best stretch of his of his season so far, given what he's been playing through. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey, you totally on board now with the run game with with Hitchens and Lee back defending the run. Yeah, I'm good there. You're good. I so you're not going to go. You're I'm not going to go. You're I'm not, not gonna going worry, there. You're not going to worry about the. I'm going to worry about Carr, because if they don't get pressure on him, he could hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and he's one of those players like you look at it and people are like, "Well, you had a bad game last week," but he's. He's not very, you know, it's like it's not like he has huge stretches of bad games. 
He'll like go out and throw you. Yeah, the I was week before he threw like two touchdowns. I was talking all about the run game there and those big linemen leaning on you the whole day. You know, I, I would kind of think that. You know, I think Mickey's right about with Lee and about Hitchens and can he get David Urban back? I think that will help inside if he if he can make that work. But I, I think I worry about Carr. I worry about him getting hot. The problem is though, when you watch the Raiders receivers. They have a lot of drops. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kansas City made a lot of contested plays, you know, on them. I mean, I, and I think it's one of those things. You got Crabtree, you got Cooper. I mean, you don't know Cooper got banged up in the game last week. You like the way the Cowboys' young corners played? I do like the way the Cowboys' young corners played in the game the other day. But I, I worry about Carr getting hot if, if in fact, you can't get pressure. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden that offensive line does hold up, you know, and, they, and they're able to, you know, and you can't, and you don't use your quickness to get around them. You don't make moves. You know, you just rush up the field. You rush into the middle of them, you know. Because Carl will stand there and throw the ball in the middle of that pocket. Yeah. You know, now Kenny's receivers make some plays for him, and they, they haven't been consistent enough. Last year they made all plays. This year it seems like they're not making as many. It looks like their their leading receiver is Cup. You're looking at the – Cooper Cup? Did I look at the wrong? Thing? Yeah, that would be oh, the that Cooper was Cooper Cup. He's the, he's the L.A. Rams. I saw yeah. Rams. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rams Raiders. Crabtree and Cooper is the uh, Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Amari Cooper. Is he good to go for this week? That's what I'm saying. I mean, we got to figure that out. That's Mickey's injury report. It's going to be. You we'll, know, we'll know more Wednesday, maybe. Yeah, yeah. no more Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, but I, I, I would. I guess my vote would be for Carr as well. Okay. I would vote for Carr. I'm sorry, I went. Long and long. No, that's good. We'll talk more about. I was trying to talk myself into the running game, Mm -hmm. but maybe that maybe it's the offense. Did you say offensive line? Yeah, that's kind of everything's kind of built off that front. Okay, kind of like the Cowboys line. This will this will this will cover me. Then this will cover me. I am worried about their offensive line because if they can establish leaning on you and, and mashing you in the running game, and then all of a sudden it turns into. Oh wait, they go play action and Carr has all day to throw the football because there's they're worried about playing the run. I would worry about that big offensive line. Have the Cowboys played against a good, big physical offensive line? Let me think about all the things that we've had to deal with this year. <laughs> Have they had they played some against some really bad offensive lines? And teams banged up. Yeah, they up haven't front. played against anybody. Anybody's offensive line just totally impress you, Mickey. You know, Denver, I guess, did a great job because they mashed you on that game. Maybe Atlanta. Atlanta mashed you a little bit on that. Philadelphia mashed you. Yeah, Philly. Philly Philly mashed you. That's an athletic. That's a. That's an athletic group over a big size group. They mashed you pretty good. So Crabtree's their leading receiver with forty nine catches. Yeah. Next is their tight end Cook. Cook forty eight. We all know him from Green Bay Day. Yeah, we've seen enough of him. Yeah, don't make any more of those plays, please. And then Cooper, 42 catch. So I guess their receivers on elite because they've got less receptions than Dez, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, Khalil Mack wins the poll. <laughs> 46%. Mack. Yeah. Worried about the rush. Followed by Derek Carr at 23%. It's the name. Yeah. It's the name. You hear Khalil Mack and it's like intimidation. Yeah. And it's AFC, so you don't face him a lot. Right. What's in that? Well, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what. They've got a guy, too, on the other side you need to worry about is Bruce Irving. Oh, yeah. You know, Bruce Irving, they've got two. Here's another team with two rushers, you know, two rushers. Figure it out. Figure out how you – I'll tell you, that's surprising because people have – people have uh, 
I think maybe all those offensive players kind of cancel each other out in the poll, and they're going with it. Like Tay said, he is a name. He's a top pass rusher in the NFL, and and the Cowboys have, have struggled to, to protect Dak for stretches in these five games without Zeke. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Been better the last couple games, obviously. Cowboys play them in preseason? Yes. Played him here. Collins actually did a pretty good job with him. Yeah. I just, it was preseason, though. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah. You were looking at your stats. I was. Yep. You know who's going to be hyped up for receivers. this? There will be a few guys who will be hyped up, but I know that Bryce Butler has had this date circled for a very long time. Obviously, he will he be there. active. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, he's dealing with the foot. He was inactive last week. Right. Will he? Will he be able to go? I think it's a situation you're looking at with Bryce Butler. Is what does Bryce Butler bring to you that maybe another extra defensive guy? Uh, March Lillard or somebody like that, you know. March Lillard, I think, had a couple of tackles on special teams the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's not something that's real sexy and all that, but do you need the extra defensive linemen? You know, do you need the extra pass rushers, especially if you're in a game where someone's going to mash on you? Do you need more bodies there to kind of take the pounding? Yeah, he's had the foot thing that's bothered him for a few weeks, Bryce, and and we talked about Noah Brown special teams getting him to the game but you know he actually had more snaps on offense than Bryce did two games ago so you know how much can Bryce help on special teams if he's active that's you know like you said Brian that that all goes into the equation but I don't know he's he's definitely a guy who can stretch the field for you when you put him in the game why is that that's like our fallback line for him but he is that's the best thing he brings to the table but that's our that's our seen from him yeah yeah that's what you've seen and that's a shame well no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that that, that is his best you, asset. You, you you would say, okay, what's it, you know what is what does this guy do? Oh, yeah. he stretches the field. Do they stretch the field? They don't. What does Noah Brown do? Now Noah Brown plays special teams. Okay, that doesn't help my offense. He helps you in the running game. That's, well, he blocks. So the running I game. need a wide receiver to help in the running game. Oh, are you saying don't trust any of I mean, I just think when he goes in there, the, the neon sign goes off and it says run. Yeah, they threw the ball to him on the inside. And they, they threw the ball on the sideline to him. He had that – it yeah. was behind him. He had a – yeah. And they yeah. tried to get him another one in. But I'm just saying when he goes in, it seems like it's always a run. It's like you're tipping your you sound hand. like you want to draft a receiver. I wouldn't mind it. I want a toy. I want a toy out there. We had this okay, discussion, well, okay, and I said, that, I said receiver, and you said no. You, you said draft a running back. You can't get your toy receiver open anyway. It, it's a t- it could be either one of those two. Well, now you're but changing. You, but you can't, get those, you can't get those guys open, Mickey. Well, I mean. Uh, I need Lance Dunbar healthy. He's, yeah, he's on our and, for the Rams. And <laughs> said, for the Rams. Said, said nobody, because the, the healthy part was never. Uh, I ever, know. I know. Who are you? Yeah. But I'm just saying, when Brown goes Chris in, it's, it's a running play, you know? Yeah. I mean, do they ever it's like pass? when Devin Street came in a couple years ago. You Alvin Kamara. You know, Alvin all those times when they, they motion Terrence Williams and they put him right off the Bring tackle. another guy in the box. Yeah, it just brings a ninth guy in the box because yeah. now you got another guy to stop the run. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to go out for a pass there. Is he? Yeah. Does he? No. Well, they, they one time they shot him through there. Well, at least they fooled me on the touchdown pass. To Is Whitney. Bryce yeah. on a two-year deal or a one-year deal? One. He's done. Yeah, and Terrence is four years? He's got four years. Yes. Four years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. See, I – So, yeah, I, you could look at receiver. I'm all for Mickey and see. getting a toy, but he's got a couple of toys and he doesn't play with them. Or he doesn't know how to use the toy. Who are you talking about? Linehan. Linehan. Not well, he's talking about toys, not right? using Switzer. Switzer or uh, Beasley. I think teams have kind of taken Beasley away at times. 
They well, doubled him a couple times in that Sure, game. the one time he was single, he had him for 50 yards. Yeah. And again, you want to put Switzer in, who's coming off the field? Oh, no. I mean, I understand what you're it saying. It has to be Witten. What if, it, what if it's Terrence Williams? Could be. I mean, But somebody's got to come off the field to get him on the field. I like seeing the, the occasionally when they run the formation, they got Beasley and Switzer. That's great. They did that a couple times the other day for you. Yeah. But somebody's got to come off the field to get him on there. Maybe something. Are you taking off the field? Jason Witten, you taking Taco. Off? I mean, he doesn't have a Pro Bowl. Thanks, Taco. Right. I wouldn't, you know, say, oh, yeah, take Witten off the field. He's been in there having to help blocking a lot, especially when sure. you had your lineman banged up up front. So that you have to think about that, too. You can't go empty all the time. Who would you rather see have better success? Would you rather have Switzer or Butler? Oh, I'd rather see Butler have success because then he's getting the ball down the field and I've got a bigger target. I can't have two. It's hard with those two guys. I mean, wait a minute. It you just lo- told it me you wanted good. to play with toys. It sounds good, but it, ha- it hasn't. You crawfish on me now? It hasn't developed. Yeah. Right? But it's because we haven't tried it? Right. Well, you tried it with four wide, right? Yeah. Yeah. Butler usually comes in when you're three wide. They take Beasley out, actually. Stretches the field, right? <laughs> Well, 19, he does when he's in there. Yeah, but did they throw him the ball down the field? He did in Arizona. Oh, but, how many years ago <laughs> that was, was that? was a while back. But that was back-to-back plays down the field. That was play action. When they protect, they can throw it down the field. Yeah. Now that's action. been better, right? You got your offensive line healthy. Should have had a touchdown for, to Dez. Yeah. Down the field. Well, he should have thrown it farther. Should have thrown it. Right even right, 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 right under it. it. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to throw the ball down the field? They don't throw the ball down the field. <laughs> they th- right? They run and catch. They rack you. Oh, no, they don't. Run after no, catch. They no, they no, this last game This they last did. game they yeah. did, but yeah. they're one of the worst in the league when it comes to run after catch. Well, maybe they're building something I bet there. no more. <laughs> huh? I said I bet they're not no more now after that last oh, game. Oh, they, they got up a tick. They, they, 200 yards worth of yakking. How, okay, one more time. Okay. Have we seen any run after catch from this this receiving core all year? Terrence Williams, Des last week. Yeah, Des last week. Okay, sometimes that was his the, longest with, uh, no, touchdown with the, since. Okay, with the exception. Okay, with the exception of what the Giants threw at you last week. Terrence Williams is does the sideways count. Yeah. Oh, he can run sideways in a heartbeat. Whoop, toe drag. Done that. <laughs> That's where he does. Oh, most what about running, what about right? the crazy crazy Beasley catch week one? Catches it over his head. It was like a seven-yard gain, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I thought it was a little bit longer than that, or no? Oh. Yeah, but we're talking about yards after yards. catch. When have they when have they caught a ball other than last week, and it, and 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 gone? Zeke. Yeah, Zeke on the screen. Rod Smith. Right. Yeah. Zeke had Zeke had a what? Alfred Morris when he had that seventy-two-yard run. But no, I mean that was a run. That, I'm talking about pass. I know, but I didn't know if he got it out of the back. Uh, I think it was just a design run. It was. A You're run. saying this is something they can improve on. I'm hopeful. I mean, he's telling me about toys, and then you want to throw the ball down the field, and they don't do either one. You know what I'm saying? Am I? Am I right? I just want Zeke back. <laughs> I'm sure Zeke really misses you, but that's <laughs> coming, all the time we have he's for coming today. Back for I miss Christmas. Zeke too. Thank you guys so they much for yes. joining us today. Yes. We'll have more talk by tomorrow. We'll know more. Garrett Talks, we'll have that right after that. So join us then. See ya. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!